Clever Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Hola, hola. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. Today is episode 85, and it's our January random episode. And it's a special one because uh, we're going to dedicate this one to uh, Irene. And I don't know why I'm getting teary yet, but um, we want to celebrate Irene because this month of January, she is, when this airs, I think your your birthday will have already passed. But uh, this month, she's celebrating a monumental birthday. I love it. I know. I think, yeah, I think today we were like, Las tres como que, ay, vamos a grabar, es un poquito cansaditas, it's been a, you know, a busy week and another busy coming up. January has just been busy, but ahora que, se, que estamos pensando, like, the random episode, I'm like, you know what, like, hay que hablar de, de nuestras edades, we're, that we're not scared disclosing our age and how we've become older, wiser, and like the things that we have learned along the way, uh, lo que nos molesta eh, lo que lo que ya no toleramos uh, y, y lo que ahora empezamos, you know, to embrace and um, como como ven. Happy birthday, Irene. Thank you, Ceci. That was so sweet. You're gonna make me cry. I Sorry. am turning 40 on the 24th. Fired up, fired up. That's a beautiful number. Qué suerte, amiga. Qué suerte. Llegar a 40 y verte así de hermosa, chula, mantener esa energía, and you're still like projecting forward so much along with that energy and bringing a lot of goodness into this world. So thank you también. Oh, super sweet. Those are beautiful words. And we're just starting with me because we have two to go. When you two girls get to this milestone, we're going to celebrate with just as much love. Uh, Vettel's a baby. So she just barely turned 39 a couple of weeks <laughs> ago. So happy birthday to Vettel too. It's our birthday month. I wanted to make a, a comment or make a comment, say something about my kiddo. My daughter saw that we were scrambling to get ready to record because my husband was about to watch football, I think, on the computer or something. And I'm like, babe, that's where I record. So she's like, oh, you're recording? I thought you guys were rescheduling because we. she heard me say, do you guys want to reschedule? And I said, no, 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 we're pretty good about recording. We're going to go ahead and record. And she's a mom. I really appreciate your commitment. Sounds like you girls didn't want to, and you do it anyway, and you do it every week, and whatever an episode is, is you're going to do it. <laughs> it's like so sweet, right? She didn't even know what an episode meant, but at, if anything else, at 40, I'm setting a, a pretty good example for my 10-year-old, and that makes me really proud. Yeah, I, I think it also gives us a chance to kind of like catch up. Um, yo también en la mañana, I was like, ay, vamos a grabar, okay, vamos a grabar más tardecito today, okay, cool. Um, and then trying to think like, what are we going to, we're going to, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, and it was time for the random episode. It gave me an opportunity to see you guys, because we do see each other Um through, through our um, platform that we get to see each other and, and catch up about what's been happening, what's been going on throughout the week. And yeah, so me da, me da emoción verlas y, y también tristecita because I with Irene, um, you know, we've, we've been through so much and I just was just remembering like 10 years ago, we celebrated your 30th birthday con Nadia on that yacht and that was amazing. It was just like, that's so cool que... Diez años después, we're still here. We're, our friendship is like stronger than ever. And 
it just sucks that, you know, because of the pandemic, pues no, no, no te podemos ver, no te podemos abrazar en persona. I was, yo hace, hace unos meses, I think um, I had asked you like, hey, what are you going to do for your birthday? Thinking and hoping that things would relax. And I was like, pues si me voy a Los Angeles, si, si, si las oh. cosas están más calmaditas. Like I was thinking that in my head, pero ya, as the year ended, I, I, we, you know, we realized that unfortunately it's still, it's still going strong. Yeah, it's crazy. And I feel super blessed. My husband and I will be celebrating 15 years of marriage the day before my 40th birthday. So this was like a milestone on top of a milestone. My mom came over to treat us to this really nice dinner yesterday. And she's older, she's 80. So we're really trying to keep her safe. She doesn't really go anywhere. So the fact that she was willing to come over and I even got like COVID tested this week is just just to make sure just to be in the clear. I want to be around her and keep her safe. But she was saying the same thing. What a year like you can't do anything and I said mom I have traveled enough in my life and I'm grateful that we're all healthy and we're all together and my mom loves to say uno pone Dios dispone like you just have to go with what God wants for you and I think this is beautiful and I'm blessed and I'm gonna have a cherished birthday and it doesn't mean that you're on vacation somewhere like that's that's not the definition of a birthday so I'm really glad I'm gonna miss the hugs from my friends and I'm gonna miss seeing you girls and it's it's not the yacht party with the shirtless bartenders with their bow ties right. remember yes. that was? But we oh my that god story. <laughs> that was a crazy amazing story they all had Australian accents I mean that was a birthday to to be had and I remember telling you girls, I think I'm pregnant, but I didn't take my test because I want to drink today so I'll take it after <laughs> and I was pregnant I think just beautiful, right? It's just beautiful to be here. And I know it's not what we expected, but to put it all in perspective and to be grateful is important. So I'm going to be with my immediate family and that's how we, we will celebrate. And I will in six months, God willing, if things are different, I'll just have to have a half birthday. All of us will. All of us will have to have a do-over. Yeah. Andale. Solo así. You know, like I was saying earlier, like as we get older and we get wiser, like, I don't know that there's certain things that maybe we don't tolerate it anymore. So um, I, I was just I was just thinking about that. And what, what about you? Like Irene, tú, tú, ¿qué es algo que you're like, okay, there was was something that I used to do when I was younger, pero ahorita ya no, ya no lo tolero. Oh, that's a great question, Ceci. I've been thinking a lot about that lately, and especially with the Rona, since when you get together with people, it's often like a cherished moment because it's like we're not seeing each other. So if we're going to see each other for this particular gathering, like let's make it a good moment together. Let's make it a positive moment. And I think something I've gotten away from is just gossiping and talking about people. And with age, I think you just kind of learn that it's very small minded to get together with your family. And then what you do is talk about the family members that are not there. And for many years, that was kind of the trend. And I realized that one of the only gatherings I had here in my home for my son's birthday, when we felt that Rona was kind of getting better earlier in the fall, I was not quick to engage. If, if two people were talking about someone, like I would change the subject or I would go away. And then I'd come to another conversation. If they were talking about someone or complaining about something, I would change the subject and I would go away. And I felt at the end of the night, like, I hope I wasn't coming off as lame, but I wasn't engaging and I wasn't as excited to be like, Oh, so and so is getting divorced. Tell me all about it. Like just something about that. And I don't mean that from a snooty look at me. Like you girls know I get to gossip with the two of you. Like you have your outlets oh, and yeah. you have your people. But with family, just like family cheese man, family drama. My mom, for instance, I love her so much. And in this year, I've just grown to appreciate her. And she can come across rough around the edges. She can come across negative, but she's so beautiful and more than that. 
And I have let go anytime that I feel she's gossiping about people. I just shake my head. I don't correct her. I don't say I'm not gossiping about people. I just listen and I gently change the subject. You know what I mean? Because let her be who she is. I love how she is. I love her energy. And maybe every once in a while, I got to hear about everybody on the block. And that's okay. So I don't mean this from a shame on them. It's going to be around me, but I've been different around it. And my relationship with my mom is pretty cool because I feel like she's not hearing me bash anybody. And I don't get into it with her. You know, I just kind of change the subject and make it positive. And I really learned to stop judging my mom, understanding my mom. And that comes with age, people. I'm sure it does. I challenge my mom a lot in my 20s and early 30s because, you know, you feel like you know so much and you want to correct them and you're becoming enlightened and you're becoming a parent. And I've just learned to be so like, let her be her. Be the best example you can be, Irene, but let her be her. She's 80 years old. Don't judge or correct or think that you're holier than thou. So those are the two things, Sissy. I've been trying to get away from unnecessary chitter-chatter to put other people down, especially when they're not there. And I've been so much better with my mom and my relationship with her. And I feel, Sissy, you set that example. You're so easygoing and so loving. And you say que se te resvale. Like, you don't have that pride that a lot of us can have, you know. And I have learned to be less prideful with my mom and my family. And I've learned to not take things personal, which is super important with family. Yeah, eso sí. Eso sí, este, I think... It just, you know, our experiences, you know, learning from each other has definitely kind of like built us in that way to you know, just figure out like what we like and, um, you know, how to approach it. ¿Y tú, Vero? You know, it's funny that he mentioned that 10 years ago when we were on that yacht, um, that was a very transitional period of my life. Um, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> Just because oh, so much was oh. happening, you know, like so much yeah. was happening, you know, um, as they, I had, you know, professionally, I had just, you know, I, I was transitioning mostly like my, my personal life. I was going through this, these changes. I had just gone from being engaged to unengaged to dating someone new, someone that was not, you know, Latino, um, you know, I was going through this change of ideas in the sense of like, well, you know, I've always been, I always thought I would be with someone that was like this, this, and this. And now it seems that I'm not. Um, I brought that person that I was dating to this, you know, to my friends, like, hey, look, I, I'm seeing someone else. And it was kind of like a, ah, I remember Diego being like, where's my buddy so-and-so, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it was really, I felt like I was just willing to take a risk and just change. And I've learned that it is okay to take risks and learn. We're not always going to be right. We're not always going to be right. But, the, you know, what's the point of a risk if you're, gu you're guaranteed the result, right? So for me, in that sense, um, I was learning a lot about myself. I was learning ab about, like, where I wanted to be. You know, I was pretty much letting go of all what was expected of Veronica, of Vero Burgos, que, what was expected of me as a person. And when it came down to everything, it was like, at that point, it was like, well, I, you know, my parents want me to get married. They want me to have kids. They want me to do this. But what do I want? And that's when I really came into that self-realization that it doesn't matter what other people expect me to do, that it really, what is most important is that I do what I need to do, what I want to do. And this, that, you know, I'm living my life for me, not for everybody else. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not thankful for everything my parents and my family has contributed. Like the reason I felt so kind of, um, not kind of, but the reason I felt embarrassed at having ended in a sense, my relationship um, was because, you know, everyone was 
it's being so supportive. They're like, oh, finally, Vero, you know, you finally met someone. Oh, you, you know, all these uh, little comments here and there that you tend to brush off and you're like, oh, no importa, que tiene. And you guys know me, I'm like very chill and I, I don't let things get to me. I don't. I've made a choice. I've already told you guys a long time ago to just be like, no, no vale la pena, uh, you know, to put my energy into that, you know? Um, so I think with, with that 10 years ago, where I'm at today is so different. <laughs> it is such a different place. I would not imagine myself with three kids, you know, having launched this, this company with two of my closest, dearest friends and putting our life out there, putting our life out there for other people to learn from us. And eso, eso sí que I've always been too much of an overshare. We've always known that también. I think we all, you know, we love it. I know, <laughs> but I think in our, in telling our story is what really helps people kind of understand us and, and kind of identify themselves with us because there's things that we overshare that someone would never think of telling anyone, not even their best, 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 best friend or a priest. So, <laughs> and it's sentido, yeah. So I think with age, I was learning with 10 years ago to where I'm at today, just learning to really trust me, not be afraid of making decisions for me from what would benefit me as a whole and I chose me then and I continue to do so and that was one of the most important life lessons and I, what I keep doing now I, I now I know my life is a little bit you know out of whack in the sense of reprioritizing everything I have my kids and my family and uh, my immediate little circle but then I still want to put that love and value into my extended family which is was my immediate family my parents and my siblings we're a small small family so just understanding and coping and doing that but another thing that I've learned throughout the years is let go of being the victim. Once we get caught up in feeling like blaming ourselves or doing things like I can't do this because I can't be the first because and I can't do this. It's always that there's a reason holding us back to that victim mentality. I've let go of it a long time ago and it had really, really helped me just jump leaps forward. And I'm not saying that whoever feels that way, it's it's wrong. But when you let go of that, you just grow so much. And you yourself just just allow yourself to flourish. I still have a lot more to learn. I have a year to catch up to to Irene's knowledge now. <laughs> Forty, but at, at least until now, me siento grande. You know, me siento like before. I felt like I always had a nineteen year old, a twenty one year old mentality. I still feel young, but I definitely feel that that my I've grown in yeah, that but, in that respect. Maturity, pero pero a la vez también, you know, have fun with it. Yeah, um, I, 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 ahorita que me, me, que estabas hablando tú de eso y que, you know, a través de los años y que esto me acordé de que, de tu video, pero that summer posted. Ay, Dios tanto. <laughs> so things I won't do anymore publicly <laughs> is like that kind of drunk, that kind of drunkenness, like yeah. I'm over it. Like I've had no. my drunk moments now <laughs> and I'm like, La cruda, the hangover, I'm just like, ni cruda, amanezco bien cocida, you know, like, I can't. So for me, like, drinking, I... <laughs> None of us definitely. drink that way anymore. You oh, know, girl. Oh, my God. Something you don't know. <laughs> then you get right? over it. That's a story. That segues way perfectly into my story, how I started 2021. Híjole, yeah. No, definitely, las crudas no son lo mismo que cuando estaba... That's one thing I've learned. No son lo mismo de que cuando estábamos en, en, en college. Um, I mean, I've known that. I feel like uh, my 29th birthday, Vero, Lisette and I también went out. We were drinking in the in the next day. Um, this Yeah, that was my 29th birthday. Uh, we were in bed all day the next day. 
anyway, fast forward to, um, what was, it? oh, well, uh, New Year's Eve, we were here, we had um, my parents for dinner. And I think, I think just, I was just happy and I was relaxed and mi suegra was here. So I just, I, I felt like the girls were going to be well taken care of because estaban aquí. So, you know, I, I let loose, me, me puse a tomar puros martinis. So normally I'll drink like, you know, two martinis with dinner and, you know, and I feel good. Pero no, ese día estaba cenando y chulo, que otro martini, que otro martini. Me tomé como unos cuatro o cinco. And we were outside. I, you know, I felt good. Me puse a bailar. I shared the video with you guys where I was ice skating in my backyard, según yo. Me sentía soñada. Me sentía soñada. And hombre, nos fuimos a dormir como a 2 a.m., I think. And the next day... I woke up and I immediately felt like, híjole, like my head was like being shooken. Like, así, así, I just, no me podía ni parar. Me volví a acostar. And I just felt like I wanted, like, coldness on my head because my head was just like, uy, me estaba estallando. And I basically was in bed the whole day. Uh, thank God for Luis that he got up. And he, uh, and my parents were here, mi suegra, mi suegra también, and they, pretty much like, you know, había recalentado y, se, y comieron eso. Pero ya, yeah, I didn't feel well or more normal until about 8 or 9 p.m. And, híjole, I was just like, no podía ni comer. And I was like, ay, ¿por qué tomé tanto? And then I started remembering, like, I was like, oh, I'm like, wasn't I dancing? Wasn't I, like, dancing, like, uh, uh, ice skating? And he's like, no, yo no me acuerdo, chula. And then I started looking through my phone. And I find the video where he's like egging me on, go chula, andale, tómale. And I was like, el que no se acordaba, me estaba grabando. Um, anyway, so it's just like, I can't, we, I don't know, I can't drink like that. It's just, pero ya entrándole uno que esté tomando, it's just like, you can't, uh, you can't stop. Lo bueno es que estaba en casa, lo bueno que estaba con mi familia, con mi marido, que me cuidó. Um, it was a good time, but, uy no, qué cruda, qué pinche cruda. Que cosas que dices, like, you know, when you start, you just can't stop. That's how I felt we were before. Like, hey, empezamos, y once you, the shots got started, the first yeah. drink, it was like, we're going to drink till we stay awake till tomorrow and decide if we want to go to bed, you know? So and drink again in Vegas. <laughs> yes. Oh I think we ended up in another state. No tomamos nada. It's crazy. Sí, como tenemos energía y que nos, ah, vamos a Tijuana. Like, oh, el domingo nos vamos a yeah. Tijuana. Yeah, that energy, that kind of like FOMO, I think we all have it in like our 20s. But now I'm like, I'm down. I'm fear of messy now. I don't have that. I don't want to drive to Rosarito. I don't want to wait in the line at the linea. I guess you do have less patience as you get older. I mean, hopefully good less patience. You don't want to be a crazy person and not patient with your kids. But yeah, like I'm not down for that like six hour wait that maybe nos echamos on our way back from Ensenada. I don't remember like when we used to go out there, like you're having so much fun. You're young, you're in tacos, you're napping in the car, you're hungover. I don't know, but that's not my vibe anymore. Like, no. I don't know that I can do it anymore. And even with noise, I was just speaking of kids, like in la mañana, maybe it was because it was before coffee, like, but today, las niñas tenían un gritadero y Samantha estaba gritando, se me firaba como que, you know, la chilin, no, la chimoltrufia cuando se pone a cantar y que, ah, así estaba Samantha, no sé qué, porque se la grita y grite. Uh, y las callaba y otra vez seguían, I was like, pues yo también me voy a poner a cantar, like, me puse, no sé, me, oh, I know what, me puse, puse la canción. That's que, the spirit. Yeah, me puse la canción, la de, la que, the one that I shared with you guys the other day, la de Destiny's Child, la que me recordó al, oh my al, goodness, al Nelson party. 
that song. I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own oh, rings. rings. <laughs> What's it called? Question. Independent women? What's Independent woman. Part one, algo así. La estuve buscando because I start. It's so funny how like you randomly like get an you know a random thought and that day uh que les mandé el mensaje i started singing it randomly i was like oh my god i was like that song i haven't heard it in years and then you know the memory started coming and i was like oh my god that was our meltdown song y, y les mandé el video me puse las fotos i don't made an appearance in the oh photos. my goodness what was he thinking doing that i'm the king of the world I love it. Oh. We were we were so cool then and we're so cool now. Yes. I mean, we were these young girls who were having our first party. Our organization was growing like weeds. Vettel starts this organization that everybody wants to be a part of. We decided to have a party. I remember when we decided to name it, we like all wrote names. So democratic of us on this whiteboard. And it was like the breakthrough, the meltdown. And we all pick meltdown. And then we go and get like, how could we afford it? I don't know. I would pay for that <laughs> shit now. We get a H-A-U, Hermanas Unidas, our proud letters is H-A-U, lowercase a. We freaking make an eye sculptor that's H-A-U, and it's melting at the entrance of this party. Meltdown. Like, we were, our shit didn't stink. Like, we were so cool, beyond cool. Our party was, like, sold out. I remember, like, my ex-boyfriend was there, and my new boo was there. That party was so sold out and so packed, they didn't know that I was dancing with both of them at different ends of the room. <laughs> this was a party, you guys. You right here, okay? <laughs> I was like, don't go, don't go towards the west end of this That's place. It's, it's lame. The music's lame. No, huele pedo, huele pedo. <laughs> no, I mean, no. it was the craziest, best party. I mean, the, just the ice sculpture in itself, like we realized, oh no, what are we going to do with the water that's draining <laughs> now all the way down? I remember the staff at Hola Amigos, like obviously, you know, we were working the, you know, manning the front door and it's like, ah, what do we do? Atraer toallas y napkins and oh my God, I remember yeah, just like, <laughs> this was a great idea, right? And it was at the end it of the was. Month, we Kill killed it. it. We smashed it with we that. We did. And I was like, matching shirts. Irene, we went shopping to downtown yes. to, to come back to LA. And like, finally, I found these chinitos and I was able to get them to like do the printing on our shirts for like a buck each. Girl, we were like, we were just masterminding everything. Nunca and we, Nunca oh, they were new. Like, Vero is so good. She's always been the shirt guru. Like, you got to yeah. buy a shirt. Get to Level Up Latina shirt at leveluplatina.com because she's always the queen of getting the best quality, the best style. Those shirts were the bomb. It was like, like little rhinestones, HAU. I could not, no one could tell me anything. Yeah. We had our hair done. We had a little coordinated dance. I was so proud of us because we were just young girls throwing a party. Oh, a big party. I'll have to share that ice sculpture photo on our And um, the thing is ID. that we were the queens that had a party, even no matter what. Irene, te acuerdas? We, when the three Capricorns got together and we're like, let's host a party. And you're like, oh, we can do it at my place. And here we are thinking we're going to have this little party at your apartment that turns out into a party for the entire building. We had hermanas <laughs> from Berkeley in town. We had all of Isla Vista up in that joint. We had a fat DJ playing in the middle. You know, we're like, I remember, like, this is a good memory for me because I remember, like, my cousins thinking, ah, you're off in college, you can also get. Um, I had my one of my cousins, one of my dear cousins, my little primita, re passed away um, recently, well, very recently. Um, and she made it to that party. <laughs> I 
remember her thinking. Oh, me dijo, yeah. cabrona, así tal, con razón, así ya hasta yo me vengo a estudiar aquí. You know, she was like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And my cousin was very like, <laughs> she could be vulgar, but she was just her. And I remember just like loving having shared that with her. And they're like, we just happened to come visit yeah. another friend because she went with one of her other cousins. And she's like, we happened to visit, you know, one of our, this guy. And uh, he was actually one of my students and he was one of my RA kids. And I was like, oh, no way that somehow he's like, I'm going to take you guys to this party. Oh. So they come down and it ends up being our birthday party. And it was a blast. So I just, I love the fact that we were able to share memories like that with our friends from back home our friends from like, you know, just in creating these new memories and our families understanding like, oh, that's why you guys don't come back home. That's why <laughs> you guys enjoy being there so much because we did create a family within our group of friends. Yeah. We did. We and, did. and when our, our friends and families came to visit, they saw that and they're like, okay, you guys are in good hands. You know, yeah, with ocupados. each other. We were a family. Yeah. We were hermanas like, in every sense of the word. In fact, I think all of us had friends that came to one of these parties and then they started Hermanas Unidas in LA. And from there, we you were only the second chapter. There, that they were chapter three. Then it like spread like wildfire because yeah. there was 20-something chapters in a matter of like five, six, seven years maybe. Like it really mm -hmm. grew. Maybe I'm wrong on the years, maybe 10. But it's those people that get introduced to this vibe and this experience and then they realize, oh, we need this on our campus. And we were that. I love that we were able to be in a lot of ways, courageous and bold, because who was telling us that we could pull this off? Like, we're signing legitimate contracts at legitimate mm -hmm. venues to have yeah. parties. Like, if we're somebody's mama and this is their quinceanera, like, these were places that if they were destroyed, we were on the hook. We were on the so hook, I'm yeah. really proud of our fundraising skills and our marketing skills to make the money back. Like, we have to sell tickets to these freaking yeah. parties. But I think all right. those drink skills, up. There's a bar minimum. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Those skills have helped us to this day. So for the young girls listening that might get wind of this, you might be in college, your little sisters in college, like don't shy away from those organizations that are planning parties. These are life skills, my friend. Buy the ticket, Venmo the money, support your friends and family because they're learning skills to actually eventually, like Vero was running full scale events and programming and getting shirts by the thousands but it started with the shirts by the 76 that we needed or whatever right yeah 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 and we hosted uh we hosted the one of the conferences when we were there and it was a huge deal and it was it was i think it was like at santa barbara but anyway it was i just remember it being like super organized and huge and like we had um you know it was on our campus and we were so proud to like show off our campus pero sí desde de ahí viene de ahí viene esa esa organización de nosotras espérate Ceci también tú when we when, with mentor yeah so it wasn't just the party that's right you know I know this started off as a project for a class right the yeah so it started off I, I, one of the gammas Gustavo uh him and I had gotten together to write a grant to get money to bring high schoolers. And we ended up bringing the puentistas for my high school. And they came, like came for like a day or whatever. I remember then, that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, we made it bigger. I remember Jennifer Hernandez had um, an idea, like we should do a bigger outreach program. And I know you already, cause she already knew that I had written for the grant and she's like, let's make it bigger. So she, she grabbed me. She's like, okay, we're, we're going to sit down. We're going to do this. And it was Valentine's Day. I forget the year, but it was Valentine's Day. And we're sitting down and mapping it all out. And, and she's like, I, I, wanted to be, be, I wanted to be called mentor. I wanted to be called mentor. 
Estoy ahí con el thesaurus trying to figure out what, it, what it's going to be, the acronym, mentor's going to be the acronym for, for what. Y ahí estamos hasta que por fin we came up with the name Making Educational Roads That Open Roads. And we were so Network, proud. Making Educational uh, Network. That's an amazing project that, you know, that is still alive and well going. with the, with our organization in Santa Barbara. But then these are just so, so many things that you learn. So like Irene mentioned, like if you're still in college or you're going to go to college or you have a little niece or cousin or little sister that's going to be going to college, que charles, you know, charles porras, animarlas y aparte si les get involved. And I think for a lot of us, you know, we had friends that were going through just life in college as well, facing moments of questioning their, them being there either because, you know, one of their best friends, you know, let's, let's you know, let's, let's, you played things wrong, you did something wrong, and all of a sudden you feel so bad or guilty that you want to just escape the whole situation by even leaving school. And I remember having conversations with people like, why? It was a mistake. I own up to your mistake apologize and you don't need to leave school to make things right if you're not friends with that person anymore that's fine yeah but don't put your don't risk your education or your future because of that you know yeah. we all fuck up and i think that's yeah. one of another learning thing as we get older we just need to learn to own up to our mistakes acknowledge when we mess up and find a way to fix it you know and and you find a way to learn from it and not do that again, right? We remember the feeling of it. We remember the 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 consequence of it. And we just have to constantly remind ourselves that. So if you have that little sister, the little cousin, whomever's, you know, going off to college right now, everyone's still at home, learning from home. When they're ready to get back, you know, to campus, animenlas. Don't be afraid. Put yourself out there. Make new friends. Join organizations that kind of cater to, to you and bringing out parts of you that you didn't know were there, you know, that exist. So give yourself a chance, choose you, choose you over anything and learn and grow and experience everything. You're going to have such a great time. I want to go back. And I know, I know college is one thing, but there's a lot of avenues. Like right now, it's so hard to make friends as an adult. So beyond college, that's one thing you learn as you get older. College is the perfect place to meet people in a very safe space. And it's almost like a controlled experiment. All of us have the card to the dining commons. We go have lunch together by default and you chit chat and you make friends. You all live in this dorm and you meet like the people that are your like floor mate. That's how I think I met all of you. I think I met all of you through Tanya, perhaps. There was some link, right? So everybody is linked some way. And Tanya ends up being your roommate and great friend like we're all linked and now as you get older and you're listening to that you're like oh well that sounds good but what if i didn't do that in college or what if i don't have those friends like i'm going to tell you right now yes it's harder when you're older it's one thing you learn to make friends maybe but put yourself out there still it's the same freaking skill it is literally the same skill i am really good friends with my neighbor who happens to be someone that went to high school with me but i will say this we drifted away when i went to college she went to a different college we were like a group of friends that were 12 girls were we really going to stay close i don't know but I came back into her life maybe like five, six years ago, maybe a little longer because her brother passed away. And I just felt such a profound sadness for her. And I felt like I don't have to have talked to her in who knows how many years to be there for her. And I just remember saying, can I bring you guys dinner tonight? She said, sure. We happen to live in the same city. I mean, that's how life is weird, right? We happen to live in the same town. Um, and then the next thing is like, can I babysit your daughter? Like, I know you got a little one and I've got a little one. Let me take her off your hands for a little while. And she's probably thinking this crazy lady comes back into my life. But no, we were truly genuinely friends through high school. And now we're like our pod where we only hang out with each other's families during the Rona. We happen to be neighbors. I moved closer to her in the same city. And 
however you need to get into people's lives, you need to get into people's lives, whether that's reconnecting with someone or you putting yourself out there and meeting your neighbors. I have a neighbor who gave everybody $10 for Christmas. Super sweet. Gave them a card. Isn't that the sweetest? And said, do what you want. Buy yourself a cup of coffee. Donate it to a church. Donate it to a shelter. Buy some socks for someone homeless. I don't care what you do, but we want to share love. And I thought, what a great way to meet your neighbor. And then I went over there and I'm chit-chatting with her. Her name is Lisette, you guys, one of our best friends. I'm not going to forget her name. They have a puppy. We have a puppy. So you don't have to be in a sorority to put yourself out there. If you're feeling like, I want what these girls have and I want a friendship, my tip of the day for 2021 is you have to put yourself out there. You have to be the person that sends every neighbor a lotto ticket. I don't know. Something creative. You have to be the person that is vulnerable. And when someone close to you that is maybe not so close to you has something tragic like a death in the family, if you can be there for them, whatever. Um, let me take your daughter to the park for an afternoon to get your hands untied for now. I mean, you're grieving. Whatever, because those little things become these friendships. That's my tip of the day. If you want a women's group, a network, and beyond what we're going to provide, because we have an event coming up, we're going to talk about our squad, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to spoil this moment with that. I'm going to say the tip of the day is put yourself out there to re-engage friendships or to start new ones because they make such a difference, especially in times like these where the world can feel a little crazy. Friendship is everything. Amiga, on that, I was going to say, you know, a lot of times we put up walls after a heartbreak. Same thing with love. If you're Ah. looking for love, girl, like if you're like, oh, but es que so, if you don't put yourself out there, you're not going to find, find it either. So I know sometimes for me, one thing I've learned, it's like, you know what? I gave my all to that relationship. It broke my heart to pieces. Pero que me gano to just keep that love to myself. If I find that I have feelings growing for someone or something, I'm like, I'm going to share it. I learned in the past that not sharing it leads to you know, obviously no results in the relationship. And it's hard to learn that, right? It's hard to learn that because it's, it's you got to like go like, am I worthy of this love? Am I not worthy of this? Should I, do I really want to be in this relationship? All this stuff, you start questioning yourself. But it really does at the end of the day, re, you know, regardless of heartbreak, regardless of those hard times, if you don't put yourself out there, you're not going to, you're not going to find it. So give yourself that chance. Give that other person a chance without putting what that other person did to you as a way to be like, no, I'm going to put my guard up, my walls up. You figure it out. If you really care about me, you're going to break these down on your own con tu tiempo. But muchas veces gente can't do that. You know, they don't, they don't have the right tools to break those walls down for you. So you just, I'm like, for me, start clean slate. You're not that person. So I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you show me what's up, you know, until, until I know that I can't trust you or not, I shall not love you. (laughs) Put yourself out there. Love. Yes. Yes. I wouldn't date younger men and I was like, Ay, pero he's like younger than me. He's like, and one of my cousins said, ¿Qué tiene? And I'm like, pues sí, ¿y qué tiene? Y ya estamos aquí cinco años y medio. Casado. So, Sí, mi amiga también, mi amiga, like, este, Leti, también igual. She's like, no, I'm like, girl, if you don't talk to that guy, I was single at the time. If you don't go talk to that dude that you say is just a coworker and because he's younger and because he's only a, you know, big entry level at your company and you shouldn't be talking to him. If you don't talk to him, like, he checks off all the boxes of the things that yeah. I know you're, that you, you, you like in a person. Yeah. And if you don't talk to him, I am. So, yeah. get, so get. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and we're married now. Se casaron por el civil. 
recently they had to postpone like many other couples, you know, their wedding, but they're like, you know what? F it. We're going to go, go and do the, the legal, the civil, the civil wedding. So congratulations to them. I think we learned that with age, that love is complicated, but one thing it is not, it is not quiet. So don't keep it quiet. Put yourself out there and find that love and stop with all the stringent requirements that you might just be missing out on the perfect partner because they're not the height that you imagined. Or like Vero said, you started dating a gentleman that wasn't Latino maybe for the first time in your life and you were open to it. And that relationship didn't have to work out, but good for you because it takes courage to be different. Like, well, my family's only ever seen me date Latinos and my sister married a Latino, my brother married a Latino. doesn't matter. Like you have to have the courage and the bravery to do something that's, it may be perceived as different in your family, but it's not wrong. And love is that. So do that a hundred percent of the time, follow your heart uh, when it's good, not when it's scary, bad love that people are trying to keep you away from. That's a different oh, conversation. Yeah, that's, yeah. Listen, to, <laughs> listen to those people. Yeah, no, pues que viva el amor, que viva el amor. Y como, como dijo Doña Inés, la mamá de... Yes. Irene, uno pone y Dios dispone. Uh, if you enjoyed today's conversation, don't forget to keep on listening. If you want to keep the conversation going or have have suggestions for specific topics, don't forget to send us an email. Our email address is admin at leveluplatina.com or our social media handle at leveluplatina on Facebook and Instagram. And we're also on Twitter at Latina underscore up. Uh, <laughs> Girl, uh, Latina up, okay? Latina up. Yes. All right. Uh, I love the way you're laughing. Antes de que se nos olvide, uh, if you haven't bought your ticket for this weekend's uh, event, virtual events, January 30th, do it. There's still room. Este, nos la vamos a pasar super, super, super. Uh, y también we're going to introduce our guilt-free squad that is coming. Yay! Yay! Gracias. Muchas gracias. Las queremos mucho. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday. Okay. Yay. Um, Yay. The Yay. world. All the Capricorns that just celebrated. 40 and fabulous. 40 and fabulous, baby. Oh, oh, oh. Mwah.